Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Red Apple Media Podcast Network presents This is Protecting America. Now, here's Emmy-winning journalist Rita Cosby. And welcome to another edition of Protecting America. I'm Rita Cosby. There are reports that more than 250,000 migrants crossed our southern border last month alone, making December 2022 the highest number of migrant encounters there in U.S. history. This comes as a family in Tulare County, California, was shot to death execution style, and that includes a 16-year-old mother and her 10-month-old baby boy. Is this a sign that the cartels are here in America? Well, joining us now to discuss all of this and more is Derek Maltz. He was a special agent in charge of the DEA Special Operations Division. Derek, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Rita, for having me. I appreciate it. You know, it is so alarming when you see these huge numbers of migrant encounters. What do you make of the fact that it looks like it was a historic high just last month? Well, I'm not surprised at all, because if you look at the last nine months, and maybe now the 10th month, over 200,000 each month. And let's not forget, Rita, that the Biden administration was telling America not too long ago that the only reason there were a lot of migrants, it was a seasonal thing. Exactly, I think, the words. And now you look, like in, we're in the middle of the coldest months of the year, and the migrants are piling in like we've never seen in the history of the country. Now, keep in mind, Rita, is that what we're not talking about right now is all the gotaways. There were supposed to be 65,000 gotaways this month alone. And why that's very concerning for every American is because these are people we don't even know who they are. They're not like going to the Border Patrol and getting checked in. These are people running across the border that are totally free in America. They could be coming from China, from Russia, from Syria, from Yemen, from Afghanistan. We don't know. And that's the problem. America doesn't realize that there's been over a million gotaways over the last two years. So that's the most concerning thing about the border being wide open. What about your thoughts about also those on the terrorist watch list, too? I mean, we know that they've gotten yeah. at least a hundred of those. So, Rita, let's use some common sense, right? So there's about a hundred that they've documented, okay? So if I'm a terrorist, do you think I'm going to go and check myself into the Border Patrol and give them my ID and passport? No, I'm going to run over the border. I'm going to pay the cartels a little bit more money, high-value target, and I'm going to run into America. So that's the problem. If there were 100 that were stopped, can you imagine how many are in this country right now? That's the thing that is really alarming. I talked to a lot of former Homeland Security officials, CBP director, ICE director, Border Patrol chief. They know what they're talking about. And honestly, like they taught me a lot 
about what's going on down there. And I went down to the border last April to the Rio Grande Valley and got a high-level briefing from the Border Patrol chief and the Department of Public Safety in Texas. And it was really alarming, some of the stuff that I learned about what's going on on the border. Like, one thing Americans don't realize, Rita, is like the cartels, they had 9,000 drones that they documented coming into America doing surveillance on our Border Patrol. These are the same cartels that have C4 explosives that they drop from drones on their adversaries. They have very sophisticated technology right on the border, and we've already documented 9,000, at least at that time frame, which was like last April when I went down. So, Derek, are you surprised how sophisticated these cartels have become? No, not at all, Rita. Like, we're in a very high-tech world. And we see the advancement of communications technologies. We see the advancement of military weapons. And we know they have billions of dollars. And what is also happening now, which has never happened really in my career, is that the cartels are making billions and billions of dollars from the migrant smuggling. So their revenue is exploding. So it's not just the drug trafficking. It's the actual migrant smuggling, which some you know experts will say, They make as much or more money from the migrant smuggling. So they have plenty of money to buy the latest and greatest technology. And these guys are smart. They're going to do anything they can to avoid apprehension and to avoid law enforcement. And honestly, law enforcement in America is behind the times. They're antiquated in many ways. The policies that are, you know, currently exist here in America. One thing I couldn't believe, Rita, which really bothered me, is that just imagine this. We have the cartels who are acting like terrorists. They're killing more Americans than any terrorist organization has ever killed, as far as I know. And they're sending drones into our country, and they're doing surveillance on our Border Patrol, putting our Border Patrol at risk. And we're not allowed, the the Border Patrol and the CBP are not allowed to shoot these drones down. And I don't know what they do exactly. I didn't ask, but they have been able to obtain certain drones after they fell from the sky and they get the chips out of the drones. And from the chips, they can determine exactly what these guys are doing. But it's kind of mind boggling to me as a former law enforcement executive that we know the cartels are terrorists. They operate like terrorists, but we're allowing them to come into our country with the drones and surveil our people. And there's nothing we could do. There's some kind of bureaucratic FAA restriction. I don't know what it is because I've never been involved with that. But so that really was disturbing. But the other thing that we didn't talk about when it comes to the border, which really was said from my perspective, the way the migrants are treated, not only on the journey to get here, like I forgot the percentage, but like 30 percent of the women are raped or sexually assaulted, something like that. But it's even worse when they get to America and they go to these stash houses and they pile in these people on top of each other. And when they go into these stash houses, if they don't pay enough money, they don't get water in the middle of these hot summer months. They're on top of each other, very terrible living conditions. And then they get assaulted or raped in these stash houses. And then don't forget last year in San Antonio when they had to track the trailer right, where 53 or 52 people were cooked to death in the tractor trailer in the 120-degree heat as they were smuggling them in. So it's an absolute humanitarian crisis disaster like we've never seen. 
But yet this administration wants America to think everything is the same. Everything is fine. And so these poor migrants, many of them are poor people trying to come into America for a better life. And we have no system anymore. So they're taking advantage of this wide open border. They come in, they file these false asylum claims, and then they get into the country. And it's really sad because our schools are going to be overcrowded. Our hospitals are going to be overcrowded. Our taxes are going to continue to go up. And what about all our homeless in America? You know, I'm in New York City right now, and the homeless are everywhere. And a lot of these guys are disabled vets and veterans in this country, but we're not taking care of them, but we're taking care of these migrants, staying in these high-end hotels in Manhattan, throwing food out. It's disgusting, Rita. What's your reaction when you have seen some of these pictures of them throwing out the food or some of the allegations of even assaults that are happening at some of those hotels? Well, it's first of all really sad because I'm here in Manhattan right now, and I've already given out money to several of these homeless guys. They look like they haven't had any food in a long time. I'd rather see the food go into our homeless people. Don't throw it out. Have the homeless here have some food. So it's really sad in so many ways. It's such a deceptive media on this issue. Like the media is not being honest with the public because most people in America have big hearts. I don't care if they're red or blue. They have big hearts, right? And to see this happen to humans, it's disgusting. You know, it is heartbreaking to see just what's happening and the situation and the overflow. So what should we do with the migrants that are coming to these cities? What do you suggest? Well, again, I'm not a border expert, but there's a couple of things that could be done right off the bat, and that's the Remain in Mexico policy that Joe Biden immediately you know, changed when he got into office. And this catch and release stuff has got to be changed. So if people have legitimate asylum claims, they need to file outside of America, and then they need to be evaluated. And if they meet the criteria, then they could come in. But if they don't meet the criteria, you shouldn't be allowing them into the country so they can roam around America until it takes like a year or two or three or four for some judge to go ahead and go through the details because these people don't show up. They don't come to the court hearings. They're gone and you never find them. They'll never be located. And it's just too many of them. So you have to keep them outside the country. And if they get in the country, you have to put them in some facility so they're not free to roam around America. In my opinion, from the little I learned, get some people down there to triage and do these asylum claims. And if they don't meet the conditions, you send them back. Remember, you know, just because they're poor and they're trying to get a better life and have a job, that doesn't qualify for the asylum claim, you know. And sadly, like, look, I feel bad for most of these people because they want a better life. They want their kids to have a decent life. But we have to have a process. We have to follow the law. And right now, that's not what's happened. It's total chaos. But Rita, the bigger issue is that because of this migrant smuggling disaster, what we have is we have a national security emergency because the migrants are dominating our CBP's resources. Okay, and as you know, CBP consists of multiple agencies like the Office of Field Operations. Okay. And then the Border Patrol, those are the two main ones on the border. And they're doing phenomenal work. I mean, just look at Nogales, the millions and millions of pills. Like, I think this year alone, in the first three months, they've seized more fentanyl in the first three months this year in Nogales alone than they have all of last year. So they're doing spectacular work, our CBP. 
But the problem is, is they're getting inundated with the migrants. So they're doing processing, they're doing paperwork, all the bureaucracy in America. So what does that mean? They can't do border security. So all of these gotaways are getting in here. All of the drugs are getting in here. They don't have the ability to search every single vehicle that's coming into America. Even though they've had success, they haven't been able to confiscate all the drugs. And what people need to realize in America is that although the statistics are staggering what's been seized, I would attribute that to dedicated patriotic law enforcement. That's not a success story for the Biden administration, because I got news for you. You know, historically, you know, I'm not an expert at this, but for years, for 30 years, I've been told we seize about 10 percent of the drugs at the border. So if you look at just DEA statistics alone, 50 million, 600,000 fake pills were seized last year. So if that's only 10 percent of what's in the country, that's a disaster, right? So if you look at like Border Patrol, you know, CBP down there last year, he's over 14,000 pounds of fentanyl. So think about that. The volume is off the charts. It's flooding our country like a tsunami, like we've never been hit ever. Now, on that note, I want to say that just keeping common sense, like if you had a massive leak in your house, a water leak, and the plumber came to your house, the first thing they would do is turn off the main valve, right? So if you have a tsunami, a flood of fentanyl and drugs in your country, you have to shut off the main valve. In this case, it's the Mexican cartels, deadly production labs in Mexico. And that's our problem now because the Mexican government is soft on crime. And President AMLO has his hugs for thugs, as I call it, no bullets policy. All right. He calls it hugs, no bullets. I call it hugs for thugs. And so that being said, You have soft on crime in Mexico. You have soft on crime in America. It's the perfect storm for a national security emergency for our citizens. And that's what's happening. And it's escalating. And I feel bad for the Border Patrol. I mean, Rita, the Border Patrol suicides are off the charts. There's more domestic disputes with Border Patrol now because these guys are stressed out. They're not doing the job that they signed up for. And they're pissed off because they want to protect America. But they're not allowed to. So the morale is down in the toilet. A lot of people are retiring. And I got news for you. It's not just Border Patrol. I am very connected in with all these law enforcement agencies. And people are leaving like we've never seen before. And that's because they don't feel supported. They don't feel like they're getting the resources that they need. And they just don't feel like Washington is taking care of them and watching their back. You know, ever since they started the defund police nonsense, It's gone downhill from there. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. What are your thoughts about Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas and some pushes now to have him impeached? Well, I never met the man, but I'm really disgusted. And I'll tell you why. My friends at the highest level, former officials, have all told me that this man knows the issues on the border. And to see what he's doing, it's outrageous. So for him to get in front of Congress 
or for him to get on a national news press conference and tell the American public that he has operational control of the border is an absolute bold-faced lie. And I have a problem with that because when you're a government official, the American public is relying on you to protect them and to be truthful, to be honest. This is a disgrace. He thinks the American public is stupid. All you have to do, I don't care if you're Republican or Democrat, I ask you to do the following. Go on the Twitter feeds of Bill Malusian from Fox News or Jason Jones from Newsmax or Sarah Carter, any of these reporters that have been down on the border, and watch the videos of the migrants coming into America. You can turn up the sound. You don't have to listen to what they say. Just watch with your own eyes the volume of migrants that are coming into this country. And that's all you need to see. And there's no operational control because the deaths are escalating like we've never seen in the history of the country. 9,000 dead Americans every month. Okay? We've never had that in the history of this country. On 9-11, there were 3,000 people that died around 3,000 at the Trade Center site. Okay? If you look at the Iraq war, the Afghani war, there may have been a total of nine or 10,000 that died. And we've been in a war for how many years after that? And now this is 9,000 a month that are dying. And Rita, by the way, latest statistics just came out because my friends who run Families Against Fentanyl, they analyze all the CDC statistics on the fentanyl-related deaths. And now what they're finding is the death rate on Americans below the age of 14 have quadrupled in a couple of years, quadrupled. This is younger than 14. You know why? Because this country has a lot of mental illness. This country has a lot of depression and anxiety, and the kids are turning to pills as their outlet. And they don't realize the pills that they're buying are poisonous from these dirty, filthy labs in Mexico. And what makes it even worse, Rita, is that the Chinese transnational criminals are supplying all the chemicals or most of the chemicals to the cartels. They're also providing all the money laundering services in America. So it's a big national security threat. I mean, Director Ray, not too long ago, said China was the biggest threat to America, right? And if you look at just the drug crisis alone, forget about the cyber and all the other issues, the economic and all the other factors. If you look at just the drug crisis alone, their fingerprints are all over it. The Communist Party of China is supporting this madness in America. And now, in my opinion, based on my years of experience, especially going after Hezbollah, which is a proxy for Iran to do the dirty work, my assessment is the Mexican cartels have been used as the proxy for China to destroy and destabilize America. And it's working perfectly. Mike McCall, at a recent Republican conference that I went to in D.C., he said it perfectly. I'm not going to steal his line, but it's perfectly said. The greatest foreign policy for China was to supply and to sell fentanyl to America. Because if American kids die and we could take down their future generation, 100,000 every year, then we're accomplishing our strategic long-term goal to weaken America. And that's the bigger picture, Rita, and that's something that you don't hear anywhere. And I lived this because when I was the head of the Special Operations Division around 2008 or 2009, I witnessed the start of the synthetic drug bombing of America. 
It started first with the K2 and the spice, the synthetic marijuana, also synthetic cannabinoids, synthetic cathinones like bath salts. And we had no idea what we were getting hit with. It was all coming from these Wuhan-style labs in China. And then all our kids in America were smoking this stuff, taking this stuff, going to the hospital. Poison control calls were up. No one knew what was going on. It was some synthetic drug bombing of America. Then, after law enforcement hit the organizations pretty hard, they went over to the fentanyl. And that's when we started seeing massive deaths, fentanyl poisoning starting around 2012. But we didn't know what it was because everyone was reporting as heroin overdoses. So instead of snorting a bag of white heroin, they were actually snorting a bag of white heroin that had fentanyl in it that was coming from China in the beginning. But then the Chinese started turning over all of that to the Mexican cartel. And now they have a beautiful system that's destroying the country and the cartels are making billions. Wow. Well, that is so alarming, Derek Moltz, to hear that information and so important for all of us to hear. Everybody be sure to subscribe and share to this podcast. And Derek Moltz, thank you for all you do to keep us safe. Thank you, Rita. Really appreciate. And I can't tell you on behalf of all the families around America who've lost their loved ones. Thank you for spreading the truth to America. And everybody, I'll be back soon with another great edition of Protecting America. And of course, you can catch me every weeknight, 10 p.m. to midnight, on the legendary WABC Radio. This is Rita Cosby, and thanks for all you do to protect America. America.